where you go to where it gets. I'm your host, Garrett Rennan. So I just got back from the jungle last night at like 2 a.m. So it was an 18-hour flight or and then two-hour drive. I flew into Portland and then drove up to uh, where I'm currently living. So over 20 hours of travel time to finally get back and... It was a great trip. Um, I really, I really enjoyed this trip much more than I did my first time down there. Much better experience. So, uh, I want to put this episode out today. So, what I'm gonna, this first episode is ceremony recap number nine, which was a recap of the first ceremony, and that ceremony occurred on Monday, April. 24th and the majority of this was recorded on April 25th the next day on Tuesday morning. So um before we start as always just want to encourage you all to reach out with any questions you have about the journey or anything I've discussed and um actually a funny story is I I met someone down there who uh, this woman who listens to my podcast and I had no idea she was going to be down there. She had no idea I was going to be down there. She just overheard me talking to someone. She overheard someone asking me what my podcast was. And then when she overheard that, she was like, Oh, no way. I love that podcast. So it's kind of cool to, uh, have someone listen to my podcast. I mean, there's several people who I've never met or don't even know. So anyway, but, um, if you'd like to support the show, one of the easiest ways to do it is uh, to get some podcast gear. I've got stickers, hats, mugs, t-shirts, hoodies. The link for the gear is in the show notes, or if you can't find it, you can always email. Uh, I've been having some few people hit me up and give me some feedback and tell me that they're enjoying the gear, so really appreciate that. I've also uh, have fermented herbal tonics and pine pollen tinctures available, so you can email me that for more details. And um, at the very least, um, if you're enjoying this podcast, please like it, subscribe to it, leave a review, especially if you were listening on the Apple Podcast app. Other than that, let's get into it. Ceremony 9 recap, Back in the Jungle. Okay, so this is ceremony number nine recap. This is my first ceremony back in the jungle. And the ceremony occurred on Monday, April 24th, 2023. And I'm recording this on Tuesday, April 25th. Um, so anyway, in, in many ways, last night's ceremony was one of the most impactful, powerful, and dare I even say, life-altering The night was so impactful that it almost had me questioning the plan of my current path. See, I'm not sure if I've revealed my current plan on the podcast, and it's a relatively recent change, and I know that I've been telling people, but I can't remember if I've mentioned it on here. So the original plan was to diet for one year going back and forth between the jungle, so I would be dieting jungle plants and having Ricardo and Niwe Rao in charge of managing the energies. Well, based on many factors, I've decided to change that plan slightly. 
I'm still going to diet for a year, but instead of being strictly connected to the jungle, I've decided that after I close my Ioma diet at the end of this month, uh, I would return home and open up Devil's Club, which is an extremely powerful medicinal plant with strong energetic connections to the spirit world. And so the thing about Devil's Club is it's not a jungle plant. Ricardo or the Shipibo have zero connection with this plant. So I'm going to open it up under the guidance of one of Ricardo's apprentices who operates out of the Pacific Northwest. And see, that's the thing about Devil's Club is it's local to the Pacific Northwest. And in fact, I believe it only grows in the Pacific North rainforest from Oregon up to Alaska. And it's been revered by all the indigenous communities of the Pacific Northwest as one of their main medicines. So extremely powerful plant medicine. And so there are many reasons why I have decided to change up my plans. And in the main, one of the main reasons is I love the idea of connecting to local plants. I mean, don't get me wrong, the jungle plants are amazing, and I have no doubt that, and I'm not done with them, I will definitely be dieting a lot more jungle plants in the future, but there's something extremely powerful and extremely special about connecting to the plants in your immediate environment, having the ability to go out on a hike and being in the presence of and having access to the plants, you have made a deep spiritual connection with is a whole nother level. And, you know, I, I never, I'm, I'm trying to make the habit of never saying never, but I don't live in the jungle and I have no plans of living here in the jungle, but you know, who knows? I'm, I'm open to a lot <laughs> at this point in my life. But so, so spending approximately half my time of, of this year-long diet doing jungle plants and connecting with the Shipibo and spending the other half working with local plants feels much more in alignment with my path and my purpose. So with all that being said, last night's ceremony had me guessing that that plan, had me guessing if that was the correct plan. At the end of the ceremony, I thought maybe I should have done a year in the jungle, staying here for the entire year. So, and I'll I'll get back to that. So as I was getting ready for the ceremony, I was both really excited and slightly nervous. I was nervous because I had been doing my diet socially, which I've explained if you've been listening to the podcast, is not necessarily the recommended way to diet plants, especially a big, powerful one like Iauma. Now, I've set myself up back home in the best way possible to ensure success, but I felt like but I felt like this ceremony would provide a lot of information on whether or not that was the correct decision, or at the very least, whether or not I was doing a good job maintaining my diet socially. And See, ayahuasca is a dynamic sport, especially when done in the Shipibo tradition, which means that when you take ayahuasca, you are not taking a drug or a psychedelic, but instead you are interacting with an entity. 
And just like any interaction with a living being, there is always an unpredictable element thrown in the mix. And this is all to say that one ceremony, good or bad, doesn't always tell you the whole story. Now, with that being said, there are some general guidelines or indicators that the people use to determine if your sama or diet is going well. And one of those is your ability to connect with the medicine, to connect with ayahuasca, and to connect with your plant during ceremony. See, if you don't connect, it means that you are blocked. And now, like I said, the being blocked doesn't necessarily mean something is wrong. But at the same time, it's like your check engine light coming on. You know, sometimes your check engine light comes on, it's no big deal. Maybe your uh, gas cap is loose or your tires are not inflated properly or other times it could be a sign of something a lot worse but either way the check engine light comes on and that's kind of what being blocked is being like so I was worried or nervous or I would say nervously curious if I was going to connect my first if I was going to connect with my plants on my first ceremony back in the jungle so uh, I started the night off with my standard Paquito Mas dose because it is the magic number. And when I drank it, it felt like it was a smaller dose than usual. And then as ceremony was opening, I wasn't feeling anything and my mind started racing and I was making, I started making excuses like, well, maybe I was blocked from the travel. Plus it's my first night back and Actually, both of those are extremely valid reasons why you might be blocked. So then then they offered seconds, and as at that point, I felt stone-cold sober, so I jumped at the opportunity, hoping to get something started. After seconds, I started to connect a little, which eased my nerves a little bit, but I was nowhere, nowhere near where I wanted to be. Although I must say at this point, I actually was feeling really good. So so basically, I just kind of started to reside in the fact that tonight was just going to be a mellow night. And in fact, I was, it's funny because I was thinking about the podcast and doing this uh, after ceremony review. And because the night was so mellow, I was thinking, well, I guess I can just combine Ceremony 1 and Ceremony 2 into one episode because I'm not going to have much to say about tonight. Well, so in other words, I basically had already given up on the night, which kind of sounds a little more dramatic than it really is. And I'm going to see I'm over the course of the month that I'm going to be here, I'm going to be doing 14 ceremonies. So having a mellow night where I feel generally good is definitely not the worst way to start off because I have no doubt over the course of 14 ceremonies, I'm going to be getting into some stuff. So then at this point, shortly after seconds, I don't know, maybe 30 minutes or so, I get called up for my song. And Miguel sang to me to clean the shitana of Ayauma and to center my diet or sama. And it's funny because that was my intention, but there was a slight communication error. So when I said clean my sama, I didn't mean the shitana. I meant cleaning the 
outside energetic influences that I might have had from doing the diet socially and traveling and all that kind of good stuff. I mean, basically, I was just kind of looking for a general cleaning and a general checkup so that I could be prepared to do big work over the next month. Um, but when I had mentioned cleaning, that got interpreted as that I wanted the shitana cleaned. And I've explained this before, but I'll, I'll explain it again, that shitana is the dark energy of plants. See, plants, like all things, exist on a spectrum. Some have more light and some have more darkness, and some operate somewhere in the middle. Well, Iuma is said to be more in the middle while maybe even leaning more to the side of darkness. And I've talked about this before, so I don't need to get into it again, but this is not necessarily a bad thing if managed properly. See, darkness is a great teacher, and it is one of the reasons why Iauma is so powerful and respected. See, overcoming darkness builds strength, character, resilience, and awareness. And the world we live in has a lot of darkness, and if you turn a blind eye and play ignorant and try to live in a world of a in a la la land all you're doing is holding yourself back and making yourself weak and dependent on others for your survival and this is why one of my all-time favorite quotes is it is better to be a warrior in a garden than a gardener in a war and if you don't acknowledge and confront darkness you become vulnerable weak and even useless and this is a harsh reality that many people choose to ignore at their own detriment. It's one of the reasons uh, it's one of the reasons so many people suffer from anxiety and depression today. And so that's one of the reasons I didn't want uh, the shatana to be cleaned. I wanted to deal with it myself. And to be honest, another and, and even more so is I wasn't aware of the shitana. Obviously, I knew that Ayauma had shitana, but I, at least what I was aware of, I had experienced none of it. So I, I never even thought of it needing to be cleaned. But when, when they said that uh, Miguel's going to clean the shitana, I didn't feel like correcting them. And actually, I was like, part of me was like, well, I'm curious. Let's I'm, I'm trusting them and let's see where this goes. So Miguel starts singing and he starts going to town and starts cleaning the shatana and my visions immediately open up and the effect of the medicine starts to intensify. So I was feeling basically very little and then all of a sudden I'm pretty deep in it. And after he's done singing, he tells me that my diet looks really good and the connection is really strong. And as soon as he said that, Iuma came flooding in. I went back to my mat and was consumed by Iuma. I felt strong, powerful, and massive. And it felt as my it felt as if my energy was taking over the entire room and the feeling was absolutely mind blowing. And so after about ten minutes, then after about 10 minutes, I got extremely nauseous. I grabbed my bucket and started purging the shatana. I saw it and I felt it. Unfortunately, I can't describe it any better than that, but 
I purged a massive amount and I was actually quite shocked. And so after I was done, I smoked my pipe and blew my pacho over myself and I felt really good for all of about five minutes. And then I got hit with another wave. And at this point, I wasn't sure which end it was going to come out of. So I, I got up and I started to head towards the bathroom. But once I, got on, once I got outside and put on my shoes, I knew that I was going to purge. I knew I was going to throw up. So I, as I started walking towards the bathroom, I made a quick beeline detour towards a group of trees off the beaten path. I then started violently purging and then broke out into a massive sweat. And for a moment, I actually thought I was going to faint. And I kind of got down on the ground on my hands and knees. And uh, it's funny because I think I freaked out the security guard. He did not not know what to make of me. So he just kind of kept shining his flashlight over at me every now and then. And, you know, I wanted to tell him that there was no need to worry that this was just kind of par for the course for me, but I was too busy puking and trying not to faint to let him know. Um, But I will say that it was actually really nice. And I, and I wanted to, uh, it was, it was really nice that he wanted to make sure I was okay. And so after I was done, I thanked him for his concern and his protection. I then went back in and sat down and Ricardo then closed the ceremony. At this point, it's only 1130, which is absolutely crazy, which means that ceremony was only three hours long, which is extremely short. Oftentimes ceremonies are closer to five or six hours. Apparently Ricardo was feeling tired and wasn't that connected to the medicine. But anyway, after, after I got back, I felt amazing. I then start, started talking to my neighbor who was a really, who's really experienced in this type of work and who is also currently dieting Iuma. We started talking about the Shitana and he told me that the Shitana of Iuma likes to hide. It likes to stay out of your awareness and subtly influence you, which makes a lot of sense because I was completely unaware of it. And when I released it, I felt as I felt and saw it being pulled out of the depths where it had been concealing itself. So now with it cleaned, I'm curious to see how things progress and to see if I can tell what effect the Shitana had on my thoughts and actions. So the reason this ceremony had me questioning my plan was basically because of the power. See, I've had powerful and impactful ceremonies back home, but let me tell you, there is something special and magical about the jungle. But with that being said, as of now, the plan remains the same. Um, you know, I talk about this in the in my recent episode about the power of commitment, right? At some point you just have to dance with the girl you brought. You have to make a commitment and stick with it. And so the current plan still seems like the best one. So the current plan of me dieting Iuma, and then once I close it, going home and opening up devil's club, half the time in the jungle, half the time with local plants. That's the plan, but who knows, right? I still have 13 ceremonies to go. So you don't know. The deeper you go, see you on the other side.